Guess what time it is? It's Spritz O'Clock. My name's Amanda. And I'm Reeves. And welcome back to the Spritz O'Clock podcast. We are recording this episode with video today. So I like can't even get over it. This has been a long just, time coming. Yeah. We've had some trials and some errors. Some trials and tribulations, but we're here. <laughs> Finally. And I couldn't be more excited. I feel like this has been such a long time coming. It feels very surreal. And I know so many people wanted a YouTube channel and wanted a video format. So that's why we created this. It's for you guys. Y'all are welcome. And yeah, without further ado, today we we're talking about our best tips for being alone, spending more alone time with yourself, how to spend alone time without feeling like FOMO or miserable. But before we get into that, ins and outs of the week. Reeves, what's your first in? Okay. So this is just honestly kind of random but i have literally been obsessed with frozen yogurt recently How getting tinks of you you know i love her i know <laughs> i get the original tart flavor and then i top it with strawberries when i'm feeling skinny that day and then when i'm not feeling skinny i will just get vanilla cookies and cream and then i always get the cheesecake bites on top because i'm a whore for cheesecake that's literally the opposite of what i would ever order at frozen yogurt but i'm happy for you that sounds really good i wish dallas had a pink berry i know we used to they took it away well actually a tornado blew it over long story oh my god at preston and royal in like 2018 a big tornado buzzed through the city took over knocked everything down including pink berry i think that was the biggest casualty the that was the that was the casualty that was the hardest for me to get over from the tornado that's terrible yeah, a lot of people were, like, probably sad about other things, but I was sad about Pinkberry. Bye-bye, so, Pinkberry. That sounded horrible. <laughs> Anyways, what is your out? My first out for us today. She comes stacked with outs. It's, like, really a red flag, and I'm working on it, but I'm not because I feel like it's great content for this podcast. <laughs> and y'all don't hate me. This is just my opinion. You know I have to give my little disclaimer before I say my outs because they're ruthless. It's ruthless. But it's my it's my honest opinion, and I feel like in this industry, you have to give honesty because otherwise you're just so unopinionated. It's boring. It's so boring. So here we go. Bachelorettes are out. <laughs> You heard it here first. I got invited on my first bachelorette trip recently. I didn't go because I'm not in the wedding party, so I didn't feel obligated to go. And was it going to be really expensive for you to go? Over $1,000. I couldn't do it. Okay, here's my thing. If you invite me on your bachelorette party and I'm like in the wedding party or if I'm really good friends with you 100%, your friendship means so much to me. I'm going to like ball out and go hard for your bachelorette. I just personally feel like... and. I feel like I'm in the minority with this opinion. So I'm really just putting it out. I'm really just putting it out there. Wedding parties, bridesmaids, bachelorettes, that whole thing when it comes to weddings, it's like on its way out. Like I feel like it's starting to feel outdated. Everyone's tired of getting the random Venmo request for the bachelorette party. I feel like now bachelorettes aren't wearing like a tight mini dress and sky high sletto heels and like slutting it up. I feel like it up. that's what it used to be about. I I say as a 24-year-old who's literally never been on a bachelorette, like, please keep that in mind, too. Take everything I say with a grain of salt. But Morgan Stewart said it first. I believe it was on her Call Her Daddy podcast episode. She said, I had no bridesmaids in my wedding. I feel like bridesmaids are just kind of out. 
and I do worship everything she says. So I think that's maybe where this is coming from. But I'm also saying like, imagine like being a bride. It's probably so stressful to select like who your maid of honor is, who your bridesmaids are. I feel like it's just like a big show. I kind of think so too. And it to me, it sounds like a lot of stress. Like if I'm a bride, I'm kind of thinking, I'm like, let's just scrap that whole idea. And then for my wedding, do a destination wedding where we have like welcome party, rehearsal dinner, like multiple days stacked up for you guys to celebrate me. But we don't need any of this like cuckoo wild, like who's my best favorite friend who's going to be my maid of honor like thing. It just stresses me out so bad. That's why literally when we were talking the other day, I was like, I'm probably gonna elope because literally i'm like i would rather elope at this point with the social media aspect added into it like everybody posting on their story like the box they received in the mail when somebody asked them to be their bridesmaid or all this stuff i'm like it just feels like this weird like it's just overdone yeah it just feels like this weird like competition and now everybody is like dressing up as these really specific characters because you have like cosmo and wanda themed night on your bachelorette trip and i have to wear purple and orange and it and just wigs. seems like in wigs and oh my god Twitter. like i'm just like i'm exhausted i haven't even been invited to one this is sending me and now i'm never gonna be invited to a bachelorette because somebody's gonna like see this and be like okay that's one girl that's not coming no oh, i'm gonna have a bachelorette party and amanda's gonna be like yeah this is so out like if these are out I'm not saying they're out for me. They're out for me at this time in my life. You know what we say, strong opinions loosely held. I tend to be a hypocrite and I'm probably going to have a big blowout bachelorette party. I wouldn't be surprised. She's going to have a blowout. Like, don't let her fool you. (laughs) I just think right now it seems like a lot of pressure and it's honestly making me want to just jump into the elope category and be like one of those people that does the chic elopement and then like jets off to Europe. And wears like a cute little mini dress at the courthouse. That's what I want to do. Yeah. Especially if I marry a man whose parents are also divorced. It's just so stressful. Yeah. Yeah. It's really fun. Anyways, do you have an out for us? Yes. So I feel like mine's really boring compared to Amanda's, but I hate this time of year because, number one, it feels like fall and it doesn't actually feel like fall weather-wise, but everyone gets sick at the same time. I feel like everyone in my life has been sick recently. Well, everyone has COVID right now. That's yeah. why. Well, I'm like petrified that I'm going to get sick soon because I have just too much to do. Your sick anxiety is really high. Like every day Reeves is like, oh my God, I feel so sick. Oh my God. Okay. I, I think I'm getting sick. I think I'm getting sick. I, I got to lay down. I No, I mean, I'm getting into bed right now because I know I'm getting sick. She goes... I'm not trying to say that you're not sick, but I think you're working this up in your head. I'm like, I "I think so, too. I I think I I really don't want to be the type of person that's invalidating your sickness right now because there's (laughs) nothing worse. There's nothing worse than when you feel like trash and someone's like, come on, you can come. You're like trying to tell your mom that you are deathly sick and she's like, get up, you're fine. You're going to school today. And it's like, no, I'm dying. I have literal trauma from that from when I was younger. Like there was one time I think I went to school with the flu because- because I, I was trying to tell my mom, like, mom, I'm so sick, but I had also faked sick so many times. Me too. I, I was trying to put a hairdryer on my forehead and be like, feel it. It's so warm. Feel my head. <laughs> <laughs> like, brat. Uh, when I was really little, I used to keep my food in my mouth and chew it up really, really tiny and then spit it back out and pretend I had vomited. <laughs> I can't. Shut you what? <laughs> and like it didn't help because I was in all of these acting classes. So I was like kind of good. I could cry on command. Like I would hate to have me. my kids are not doing acting. Wait, 
I did acting classes. I know. We've talked about this. I think this is why we're soul sisters. I think this is like it it kind of like paved the way for the sports o'clock podcast in for some way. Who ways. we are today. Like, even though I'm not acting right now, this is unfortunately just, just me. Yeah. <laughs> we're just the drama. It made us way more dramatic than we ever needed to be. <laughs> okay. And it's out on a positive note. Okay. I will. Give us an in. So my in is kind of cringy. Okay, what is it? Working out with your boyfriend. Carolate. I know. Okay, you're recently single, so I hate that this is my in, but also I I love this for y'all. Like I have to embrace what's going well for me right now. It's just like going really well for me right now. Um, no, but Max and I have been going to Core Power Yoga Sculpt in the morning. It's literally my favorite workout. I know Reeves hates it, but I like it. It's very sweaty. It's not made for the people that like can't sweat. Like you have I, to be okay with being drenched in sweat. I sweat like in my room. Like I sweat at my desk when I'm sitting there for two hours. I'm just sweating all the time. If you hate sweating, don't go to this workout. But if you don't mind getting a good, like, I crave a good sweat. Like, it it detoxes me. It makes me feel alive. It just makes me, like, feel like a human again. I get that on the reg. So I just, like, I sweat just to know I'm alive. Oh. Anyways, it's been really fun. And it's really, like, good motivation. They always say have a workout buddy. But when it's somebody that you're in a relationship with, I feel like naturally you're looking forward to seeing them more than, like, most people. So you're, like, trying to, like, do really well to impress him. Yeah. I used to be really embarrassed to work out with guys. And then I think Max and I hit the four and a half year mark in dating and that just kind of flew out the window. I don't really know what happened with that. I think it's just aging, too. You naturally become more confident confident and just, like, not caring about him seeing you, like, no makeup, sweaty, like, whatever. I'm pretty sure guys like it when you're sweaty. I saw that somewhere. I'll have to ask about that one. Uh, I would change that. I don't know if anyone likes when I'm sweaty, but, like. I know I don't like when boys are sweaty. There's girls that are like, oh, that's so hot. I'm like, no. You know what's hot? Taking a shower. You know what's hot? Hand sanitizer. Like soap. Wait, no. I Hygiene. That's hot to me. No, I kind of like an athlete with like sweat on him. No, that's I mean, I don't like want to smell fungus. it. I don't want to smell it. But I just want to like stare at them. Yeah. Sorry, I'm like foaming at the mouth over here. I just don't like, like, I don't like pit stains. I, I would rather have a boy fresh out of the shower. Well, yeah. But, like, I don't know. How does Max make you feel after core power? I'm, like, neutral to it. (laughs) It's just, it happens so often. She's just, like, numb to it. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, it's just every day. We just, like, work out all the time. We're, like, really fit. I did actually call her the other day, and she goes, well, Max is in the car. We're just not leaving core power. And I was like, what? This is, like, the first I'd heard of it. And I was like, oh, so y'all work out. Y'all get a core power together now. After that, core power has been an out on my on this podcast so many times for me but that's just like the best testament to what works for someone else yeah. might not work for you and vice versa because you know everybody's different and like if i like something you might hate it and that's okay yeah exactly it's okay anyways should we get into the episode now we should today we're talking about Being something alone it's just something very near and dear to my heart 
Well, Reeves, why don't you give everybody a little backstory on why this topic is near and dear to your heart? I feel like you really are the CEO of loving alone time. Like you are the most confident person alone that I know. Like you're like, I crave alone time. I live alone. I love like you go out to eat alone. Like you are really the role model for this. Like I can't say like I can talk about it, but I can't say I'm as good at this as you are. But you also like to be alone and have your alone time and recharge. Yeah. It's like I either like it or I convince myself I'm getting kidnapped and killed. The amount of times that she has called me saying, I think someone's in the house. And I was like, she goes, she walked downstairs and she goes, oh, my God, the front door's cracked. Look, look, (laughs) it doesn't come as naturally to me as it comes to you. But I think it's an important thing because so many good things come from spending time with yourself, like self-growth. You get to know yourself more. I feel like you honestly like develop hobbies and interests and independence Mm -hmm. And you don't settle as much in your relationships when you're confident being alone, like whether that's a romantic relationship or a platonic friendship. I just find myself – I found – okay, what I'm trying to say is I found myself eliminating the toxic people in my life when I was more secure. I think alone time is so important for self-growth. Honestly, when I was looking to find a boyfriend, you know, when I was like on the prowl, one of the things I loved about Max is that he is so independent. Like he never gave me clingy vibes because like we don't text all day a lot of the time. Like we ignore each other. No, because we're both working all the mm-hmm. time and like have our own things going on. And then when we finally reunite, it's like we have the best conversations because we didn't like waste the entire day texting each other about stuff that yeah. was ultimately going to be a better in-person convo. You're like, yeah, I had a turkey sandwich for lunch. Like, you I don't want to be surprised know what he ate for lunch. Like a lot of the times, like it's no shade to you, but it's just kind of like getting those updates sometimes like makes me be like. It's just too much. If you feel the need to text me like and you're a boy and you're like, oh, yeah, I had a turkey sandwich for lunch. I'm going to be like. Ick, running for the fucking hills. So that's a new ick. And I a boy agree. who's like, like, text me when you have something to say. You know what? You know what you should text me if you're a boy, aka my boyfriend. <laughs> okay, if I was a single girl, text me. Let's get lunch this week. Let's go on a date this week. Actionable texts. Don't just like flirt with me and have a conversation with me. I mean, obviously in the beginning, I guess that's different, and you do that yeah. more. But like. I want you to make plans. I want you to want to see me. I want you to ask what I'm doing this Friday. I don't want you to just be like yeah. making up things and telling me about your day and everything that went wrong at work and oh your boss is horrible and oh you slept terrible last night and like da da da. I don't care. Like, I don't care. You just you do not need to be a pin pal at the beginning. Well, this is like turning into a relationship thing. Like, oh, sorry. Um, um. Anyways, what's your first tip for loving your alone time more? Okay, I'm actually going to preface all of these by saying I'm newly single, and so I've always lived alone, and I've always been fairly independent, but in college, I definitely had friends, and I just did not want to go anywhere alone, and I moved to Dallas, decided to live alone, and so I never thought I'd be the kind of person who would ever spend time alone and enjoy it, because I always wanted to be with someone, but living alone really helped that, and then I got a boyfriend and we were together for like two years and I was always with him, but I still craved that alone time. So now that I am single, I'm enjoying it so much because I feel like I truly am alone now. And isn't that kind of sad? No, No. I think it's an important phase to go. I think what you're saying is really valid. Like 
almost forcing yourself into the alone time like yeah. is so important because it's not going to be comfortable naturally and like choosing mm-hmm. to like live alone and now that you're you're single intentionally like yeah. that was your choice to be single and it's like you don't have anyone to worry about or yeah. like be thinking about like yes I think about you and my mom like I worry about y'all but not in the same way as a relationship per se so it's kind of been nice just having like me as my top priority and so I just wanted to preface by saying that and I'll get into my first tip or my first favorite thing I like to do when I'm alone. So I am very type A and like clean freak, whatever. So I will literally sit down, Amanda, and if I'm bored, I'll just like make lists. And like examples could be like things I'm grateful for or my grocery list or things that I want to look for in a partner or things that I want to look for in a friend. Like journaling kind of, but list journaling. Yeah. yeah. I guess you could journal too. I don't really like, I probably should try to do that. But my therapist told me she wants me to make a list of all the qualities I want to look for in a man. So oh, I did that. You know about my list. That's a different <laughs> that episode. sends me. So I actually need to do that. But um, and then like I love making a long list of like little small things that make me really happy. Like, for example, recording this or my morning coffee or something like that. Just random stuff. I do monthly favorites lists like every month or well, I don't phrase it like that. I do things I'm loving right now Mm -hmm. every month and I just list from the top of a rule notebook page down to the bottom and I fill out every line of like just things I loved about this past month or things I'm looking forward to. It's really a big pile of just like everything in life that you are loving at the moment. And it's, it's a good reminder for it's a good reminder for gratitude and also just that like really there are so many pros rather than cons in your life like if you're ever having a bad day I mean honestly I don't know if you should do it on a bad day because sometimes it's better to just feel the bad day but if you're having like a neutral day and you want to get in the positive mindset just create a list of everything that's like wow that's really going right for me right now or wow I'm really excited about that or I love this person or I loved that trip or Mm -hmm. whatever this thing happened at work or I got promoted like whatever it is but yeah that's such a good idea yeah I should do that more I want to start doing the monthly thing. Yeah. Well, just add that to your little alone time journaling practice. So my first tip for being alone is this is just a general activity I like to do when I'm by myself. I did this last night. I love to go in my closet and create outfits. I knew you were going to say this. This is like my number one thing. Like I'm like, oh my God, I have the house to myself tonight. (laughs) You know what I'm doing. Put on like a Y2K playlist. I always – you get a playlist make yourself a cocktail or like a diet coke whatever your vibe is if it's a stanley cup of water that's okay too um killer playlist cocktail or drink go in your closet pull out pieces you haven't used in a while pull out some of your new purchases mix and match everything if you have a clothing rack in your room bonus points because you can like pull out all your favorite stuff from your closet and then separate it from like you know my closet is kind of a black hole it's clean no, it's clean, but things go in there to be lost forever and die. 
Like, I have to clean through it 24-7 because otherwise things will never get touched again. They'll never see the light of day. So that's why I have a clothing, rolling clothing rod in my bedroom that's separate from my closet so I can pull out a piece of my from my closet when I remember it. Dude, that's smart. And then it'll be front and center. And when I'm getting dressed in my bedroom, I'm like, oh, yes, I need to use that. I need to work with that again sometime soon. So I'll do that and I'll plan my outfits for, like, if I have any upcoming trips, like, our you know dinner tonight we're going to dinner after this like I am last night was like okay maybe I'll wear this to like Mexican sugar tonight or tomorrow night whatever and it's just so fun because it just like reminds you to romanticize your life and then you also have all these killer outfits planned for all your upcoming plans even if it's just like going to work whatever you know I have to start doing that more because oh and take a picture on your phone I always take a mirror picture so I remember it and then I'm like oh wow what a productive use of my alone time and it also just kind of makes you feel yourself like I did my hair and makeup to do it too I know that's so extra but I would but I love to like get ready and literally sit in my house is that so weird it just like makes you feel like so cool like you're kind of in a movie or something put together and and I feel like whenever I try on like cute outfits I have to have my hair and makeup done because Yes. It's not the same. That's what I always tell people when you're going shopping. Never, ever, you guys, if you're going to be trying on jeans, God forbid you have a bare face and your hair greasy. <laughs> like, kiss it's the true. idea that you're going to feel hot in a pair of jeans. Goodbye. Because you have to have your hair and makeup done to go shopping and get yeah. the dressing rooms, have the worst lighting. Don't do it. Don't do it. Same with going to get your hair done. Don't go without a face of makeup on. I know. I went it's yesterday bad. and... I got my hair cut yesterday and I went because I was not, I was so tired. So I didn't put makeup on and I was like, I was so mad I didn't have makeup on because I do it every time. I always wear makeup. Yeah. Sorry, I'm rambling. Anyways, what's your next tip? My next tip is I love, Amanda does this too, going on Pinterest and making new boards, like a mood board or stocking an outfit that you want to recreate something like that I love doing Pinterest and also I love looking up dinner party ideas or like ways to decorate a tablescape or theme ideas for hosting people I love doing that and then another thing that kind of low-key goes with that I will revamp my playlist or just create a new playlist altogether that's important yeah creating playlists that's a good one I have been in the car lately and I'm so tired of my music so I sat down the other day and just made a whole new playlist and it's changed my driving experience it's kind of the best vibes I have a new playlist too recently well you'll have to send it to me you will hate it is it all Taylor Swift uh a lot of it she just kind of annoys me but uh, stop sorry no I, I listen can't. to Taylor. I do mm-hmm. listen to some of her songs, but like Folklore and Evermore or whatever it's called. Evergreen, whatever it's called. Not Evermore? a fan. <laughs> yeah. Not a fan. Have you seen the LeBrant? Mic drop. Have you seen the LeBrant's daughter? They have like 20 kids now. Amanda, have you heard the Taylor Swift song that she's written? The youngest? or She wrote a Taylor Swift. What, what, sorry, that doesn't make sense. What were you going to say? The, one of the daughters, she's probably like 10, she has written this song and it's basically like all of Taylor Swift's songs. It's like, I knew you were trouble when you were 22. Like, that's not even oh, how she, it like, goes. Messed all the words together. And it's like low-key traumatizing. It's bad or good? It's not. I mean, it's a 10-year-old. Okay, I thought you were about to say their child's like a prodigy or something. No, and you, it's like the next Taylor Swift. You would probably like this song, maybe. <laughs> I'm going to have to listen to it, I guess. 
<laughs> anyways anyways Samir Taylor Swift playlist um but I just love switching up my playlist adding new songs and deleting songs that have terrible memories attached to them from your playlist that's always good. I like your Pinterest board tip too. One of my favorite boards to make is your fashion inspiration for that season. Yeah. I have a fall winter 2023 board that I'm always adding to. I have a vision board for the year that I'm always adding to. And then I maybe wait, Reese, I just thought of something. Maybe we should do a podcast when the new year's comes out. Comes out? <laughs> when the new year, the new year drops. <laughs> When, it drops. when 2024 releases itself <laughs> like <laughs> what okay anyways when the new year drops um <laughs> we should do a podcast about creating a vision board for the year because i know me and you both always do that yeah i have my vision board as my computer background i make mine and then i hide it away oh and then i look at it like every few months to see what's come true because it kind of it's scary if I look at it all the time because I'm like putting pressure on myself, whatever. That's a different episode. But vision board, uh, like mood board for your fashion inspiration for the year. Home interiors is a good one. Recipes is a good one. Things you want to cook. That's rich coming from me because I've never cooked in my life. I was about to say, my God. But I know other people do that. So I'm suggesting that for the little Martha Stewart's listening. I think I kind of want to buy you a crock pot. No, don't. Love you, but don't because I won't <laughs> use that ever. It's the perfect thing for you. You put it in a pot and it cooks itself. I get it. I get it. Maybe. Perfect you can you. maybe buy that for me. Maybe. This is perfect for you. Like, I'm just going to have to update you when my apartment is done. Like, when I furnished it. Because, like, I don't know what color I would want. Like, it's just a lot. I think they only make black. <laughs> <laughs> but if you all see a pink crock pot out there, send me the link. And I'll yeah, buy it for her. Maybe, like, white. Okay, whatever. On to the next. It's my turn to give a tip, I think. (laughs) My next tip for spending time alone is scheduling your beauty appointments for when you know you want to have strategic alone time with yourself or you like, okay, so what happened to me basically is my boyfriend left town yesterday. My parents were out of town and I live at home. So I was here by myself. Even my dog wasn't here. Like I was really alone and I knew I was going to be alone all day today too. So I went and got a lymphatic drainage massage, manicure and pedicure. And then it was like just the most A, productive alone time, but B, like just things I've been meaning to do and also like self-care. Like I feel like that's so important. And I think self-care is a really great, great way to spend your alone time. Like a massage. A massage. Yeah. Like I think getting your hair highlighted, whatever it is you want to do, a spray tan. I don't know. Just if you know you're like, damn, that weekend I'm really going to be alone. Like my friends are out of town or my boyfriend's out of town or whatever. Even if you just want to be alone on purpose, that's like very valid. I think scheduling all your beauty appointments back to back and having like a little maintenance day or a little beauty day is the best way to be alone. I completely agree. I've been – okay, this is about to sound like a mega brat – But I got a gift card to the Ritz Spa for my birthday back in February, and I still haven't used it because I'm devoting a day soon before it gets really cold outside because I want to use their pool. But I'm going to get a massage, and then I'm going to sit there and, like, use their sauna, and I'm going to rot there all day alone, and it's going to be so nice. You've had this gift card for literally a decade. Since February. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to save it so I can use the pool for a day or something. I don't know. Your time is a ticking with the pool thing. It's like fall. I know. (laughs) 
I could catch me there next weekend. Anyways, my next tip is basically that. Um, the other night I sat home and I did this. You know that girl on TikTok that does? She's like, okay, guys, listen to my perfect night. My sheets are clean. My hair is clean. Like, do you know what's going Yeah, there's she's like 20 like, of those girls, but yeah. Oh, she's like, my pint of ice cream's in the freezer. Anyways. Are so, you talking about Brooke? That's the one I follow. We follow no, each other. But oh. I follow her too. Okay, she always makes videos like that. And she's, she's like really gossip cute. girls on the TV or whatever. And I'm like, okay, vibes. Yeah. Valid. No, she's really cute. This is another girl. She has dark hair. Um, one thing I will say about your devoted alone time, put your phone on do not disturb or literally put it on the charger in your bedroom or wherever you are not because I will get sucked into my phone so quick. And then I check the time and I'm like, okay, what have I been doing all night? See, I don't have the emotional maturity for that. I have to be on my phone if I'm having alone time. I mean, I do think it can get toxic when you're, like, checking everybody's Instagram story, especially if it's a weekend night and you choose to spend it alone. But for me, I like to have my phone on me. I like to go on social media. Like, I love social media, obviously. Like, it's literally my job. But I also love to spend my alone time recording TikToks, making videos, like get ready with yeah. me's vlogs, literally whatever it is. That is true. Yeah. I But I see what you're saying. You're like read a book, put your phone away and like be intentional. Yeah. Even whenever I'm watching shows, I'll be like, what did I just watch? And I really wanted to watch that episode. Okay. I hate spending my alone time watching TV. Hear oh. me out. It no. makes me lonelier. I don't know why. That is like to me, I think. It's because I've associated alone time and watching TV in my head as, like, this sad thing because I only watch TV when I have, like, nothing better to do. Like, I'm not yeah. a huge TV person. Like, I won't really watch TV very much by myself. Like, I'll watch it with other people. But for some reason, like, watching TV by myself is, like, a sad thing for me. I don't know why. I so, like, love that's it. why I, I know a lot of people love it. Like, a lot of people, that's, like, really, they recharge doing that and they do that yeah. alone. But, like, for me, I'm, like... If I know I have to be alone, I'm, like, going to workout class. I'm, like, getting my nails done. Like, I very much, like, but make myself booked and busy. But I also think that is emotionally not the best because then it's distracting you. Sometimes it's okay to be distracted. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, like for sure. Sometimes I do think you need to be, like, okay with staying in your house. Yeah. By yourself, alone for a night. No. Which I'm bad at. I'm alone so much and okay with it because I do work from home and it's just me. Thank God I have a dog. But, um... I don't know. I'm I'm okay with it now, but I will say maturing is realizing that you can spend time alone and enjoying it. I feel like a thousand percent. Like I think also I used to avoid spending time alone like the plague. Like I still do sometimes. Like I would book myself up so much. Like I would be so burnt out, so exhausted, and I would rather be like that then have to be alone with my own thoughts and I would get this is also the the era of my life where I would get such intense FOMO like I couldn't not go to a group dinner I couldn't not go out with my friends one night because if I saw other people having fun without me it would like make me feel like stuff was going on on without me and I would fall behind like of the friend group now I like don't care I do not care but I used to be the exact same way. But is that just growing up? Or like what made me be like that? I don't know. Growing up and wanting to be more intentional with your time because we do work. So I feel like our time is more limited to do the things we actually want to do. And I feel like listening to your body, if you like know you need to stay home and rest. Like me last night, I was like, Amanda, I cannot come over and do this. Let's do our yeah. podcast stuff over FaceTime. I need to be horizontal. Um, It's just like... 
What's so interesting, though, is when I was in that place and I had such intense FOMO, I was also extremely judgmental of people that would take intentional alone time. Like, I'd be like, why would they want to sit home alone? Like, if I was going out, if I was going out and one of my friends texted and said, hey, I don't really want to go out tonight. I think I'm going to stay in. I've had a really long week. Have so much fun without me. But like, I'm too tired to go. My reaction would be like, well, what's wrong with them? How could they not want to come to this? Like, I know. Me too. Reeves, you are only 22 years old. You need to go out to the bars, okay? Like, we have like six months left of college. Get out. Oh my God. Even post grad, I'd be like, how do you think you're ever going to meet your boyfriend sitting on the couch? Or I'd be like, don't you want to make new friends in this city? Like, if you don't come out tonight, you're going to miss out on everybody bonding without you. Like, it's such a scarcity mindset and yeah. it's so toxic. Like, I am a better person when I'm with my friends if I chose to be there. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you feel like you've been dragged there and you're not you're just thinking about going home and getting in your bed the whole time. Yeah, I'm like you don't want me there if I feel like this and you don't I want me there. I think I used to judge people so harshly that you know they always say like you project what you're feeling, what you're insecure about onto other people. Mm-hmm. Like what you judge people for is actually what you're the most insecure about yourself. Exactly. And like I think one a really common one that this is so random and going down a rabbit hole, but like people who are so judgmental of other people having tattoos, I feel like it's like yeah. really our parents' generation, but they'd always yes. be like, Amanda, never get a tattoo, never get a tattoo. To me, like I read that as you are deep down somewhere subconsciously inside hurting that somebody else felt comfortable enough to like express themselves that way and you feel like trapped and feel like you could never do that so you don't want anybody else around you to do that exactly or like same thing it's like you feel comfortable comfortable enough to stay home and be with yourself tonight and you don't get FOMO and you like being alone Mm -hmm. and I don't have that relationship with myself so I'm gonna like try to force you to come along and like entertain me because like for some reason it's like threatening to me for you to be alone Mm -hmm. you know I literally used to be like that in college have we like really matured lately? <laughs> I think we have. Am I emotionally intelligent? Am I self-aware? <laughs> like maybe it's our therapy thing. <laughs> I mean, therapy. Hey, that's another good thing. If you know you're going to be alone all day, go to therapy because going to therapy on a day where you have a booked and busy schedule is yeah. really freaking annoying, honestly, because it then is. you're like leaving therapy crying. and You're like, shoot. Oh, my God. My now I have to get on ready. Zoom. <laughs> yeah, literally. I feel like. I have been so busy lately and I hate when people are like, yeah, I'm so busy, like try to flex it. But like, sorry, that's like a whole other thing. But I've been so busy lately. And so now I've just been so excited to go home and like be by myself. And I'm such a planner anyways. It's like I have to plan. I think strategic alone time is the key. Planning it out is the key to make sure it actually happens. One thing I want you to talk about, speaking of you being a planner you didn't even bring this up as one of your tips. You literally go out to eat at restaurants alone. Oh, my God. Yes. So, no, that's one of mine I was going to bring up. So, I have been doing this thing where I just go to dinner by myself. And I like to do it on Sundays. I don't know why. Um, but I've been going to dinner by myself. And I used to – the thought of that used to be literally paralyzing to me. Like, Peyton Sarton, if y'all follow her, we'll link her below. But she always talks about how she takes herself on dates and she'll like sit at the bar and whatever. And so I've never been like a person that would sit at the bar and like order dinner and stuff. And so my best friend Caroline, when she lived in Dallas, we would always go 
to like a happy hour restaurant or like get happy hour somewhere and sit at the bar or we would go to Uchi- Uchiba. Mm-hmm. We would go to Uchiba and sit at the bar and just had the best experience. And so I was like, I want to start doing that by myself. And what have you learned? Well, number one, you get the best service there. Like the bartenders take care of you and you don't even have to drink, like go order your food there in a Diet Coke. But I bring a book and you're like the mysterious hot girl in the corner. Do you guys hit on you? Well, okay. Well, don't put me on the spot. No, not yet. But that's not the point. Like I'm literally but, being unemotionally intelligent and unself-aware by but, asking you that. But it, I just need you to know. I feel like people definitely will look and be like, oh my gosh. But they're probably like, I wish I could do that too. And I literally never thought I would ever do that. Like, I'll just walk down the street and go pop in and get dinner. It's not like I'm, like, getting dressed up. I always see girls on TikTok that, like, Dude, I'm scared. Dress for I'm myself. scared. I don't want a stranger to approach me. I don't so nice. want people to stare at me and judge me. I feel like if you want to talk, I would sit at the bar. But, like, I've literally sat at booths by myself. And, like, a more casual way to jump into it is, like, go to lunch. Like, go on your lunch break and go sit at lunch by yourself. Or, like, bringing your dog. Like, do you ever bring Lulu with you? Yeah. And... She's like a big conversation starter, especially in Air Force, but like whatever. But um, <laughs> they like fiend for her in the airport. But yeah, it's like a good conversation starter. And I feel like if you're single, it's probably a good thing to do. But I did this before, but it's just enjoyable. It's a great experience. And it's y'all should do it, but I, I think know. I would hate it. You would be trying to talk. Like, did you hate it the first time you did it? Like, was it something no. you had to learn to love? No, I liked it. See, I'm like, I would rather get Uber Eats to my house. I used to be like that. And then whenever I started doing it, I was just like, oh, my God, this is kind of nice. And you can, like, look at people and people watch. And then if you have a book or, like, you can sit on your phone. But I try to make a conscious effort to not be on my phone. Reeves, what if you ran into Crush while you were there, though? No, I would. Would you, like, die inside? No, I would, like, go sit on his lap at his table. Like, (laughs) I would puke. <laughs> you would? Or would you be like, this is so embarrassing, I'm alone? No, no. you're like confident. Oh my God, you're no. like secure. Yeah, I wouldn't See? be. Em- I don't think I would be embarrassed. Because no. like if I saw a guy doing that by himself, I'd be like, that's yeah, hot. He's- okay, that's I would hot. think that was hot. That's He's secure in himself. Like this also, is hot. Also, nothing's embarrassing unless you make it embarrassing. Yeah. Like, Literally unless you're nothing. being a freak in the corner. like Even like randomly like being at the beach and like your bikini top falling off isn't even embarrassing unless you make it embarrassing Wait, funny story like just own it i was vlogging I'm to talk i was vlogging our like college girls trip reunion and i was like gracie show me your cute bikini and it flies, it flies off and i'm like oh my god and so i got the whole thing on video and so we got home and air airplayed it to the tv and it was so damn funny but anyways you have, maybe you had to be there. I don't know. But even like the time I tooted on Instagram Live, like here I am talking about it on my podcast for the third time, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's not embarrassing unless you make it embarrassing. No, like you're not making it embarrassing. So it's not. Like, was I embarrassed at the time? Yes. Do we laugh about it now? Yes. But also everybody toots. So it's like, okay. Yeah, like, it's fine. It's fine. Girls don't really toot. So, anyways, it was the ghost and Kayo, the all girl house. It wasn't a girl. <laughs> it wasn't a girl. Okay, what's your next tip? My next tip is, well, I don't know if this really counts as alone time. Okay. 
But if you find yourself alone and you are lonely and wanting to talk to someone, I think it's a great reminder. Like you can use it as a reminder to call somebody you haven't talked to in a while. Oh, I completely agree. This is a good alone time. But I don't know if it really counts because then you're like FaceTiming you're on the phone. But like. No, it does. There's been a few times this summer now that I don't live with roommates. I live at home and I've been like in my bed and it's only like eight o'clock or something and it's a weeknight and I'm like shoot like seen my boyfriend this week I've seen a lot of friends this week I've like talked to a lot of friends this week and then it's just kind of like oh I should like FaceTime my sister she lives in Colorado like yeah yeah, I should FaceTime my other friend that lives in Denver or something like that it's like a good little reminder like just using your alone time I guess my biggest tip is to use your alone time productively to kind of like ask yourself like what areas of my life do I need to like show a little bit more love like which relationships do I need to you know it's a good time to like call your grandma like those things that you have been maybe putting off when it comes to talking to people and maintaining Mm -hmm. your relationships with them I know that makes it not alone time as much that was on my list so but like if you ever are feeling lonely it's just like okay what friend have I not talked to in a while and I don't know if this is the Capricorn in me like if anybody else feels like this but Sometimes I get a lot of anxiety over calling a friend I haven't caught up with in a while because I'm always thinking like, oh my God, are they going to think this call is so random? Like, are they going to decline my call because we haven't talked in a while? And I kind of like overthink it. And I also am like worried that I don't like know enough about their current life and like what's going on to like give them a call. Is that a unique experience? No, I kind of get that because it sucks when you're like, you did when they tell you something you didn't know and you're like, wait, am I like a terrible friend that I completely yeah. forgot to ask about that or like did we just miss each other and it or just like i'll up. call someone and they'll be like oh so and so is coming into town this weekend or something like that and i just like mm-hmm. had no idea that they like even had a friend listening or friend visiting or they were planning on going out of town or yeah whatever and yeah i just kind of overthink those things a lot and like what i've realized when it comes to friendships is it's always better to say something then say nothing. Oh, for sure. Even like, like it's always better to just call. Like even if like if you're thinking about it, nobody's like, oh shoot. Like I really wish that person didn't call. Like usually, yeah, no. unless y'all are like maybe like in a really bad, big fight. I don't know. But like if it's a long distance friend or somebody you haven't talked to in a while, like there's just like nothing bad is gonna come from just like giving them a call. Or like even if you don't have time for a whole phone call because like I do have friends where we'll sit on the phone for like an hour and a half and catch up leave them a voice memo and literally just say hi like you've been on my heart I miss you and remember I just saw this bottle of champagne that reminded me of the time we went to dinner at La Dip in DC or I don't know like something like that and it just makes them smile so yeah I love when people do that oh I do too I love it I love a good voice memo but yeah that's my final tip for today I think do you have anything to close this out Reeves I just feel like a good tip is to start out and doing like the mundane task that you have to do like don't call your best friend or your boyfriend and make them go get gas with you or to go to the grocery store like start out doing stuff like that by yourself and then go from there that's so true like in college literally my roommates and I not that there was anything wrong with this like I think it's literally just an era in life we would go all get our groceries together for the week oh yeah that's the perfect thing you guys if you're looking to spend more alone time with yourself or you just don't know where to start doing stuff like that alone running errands alone like kind of how you said yeah yeah. it's a funny 
just a funny little story really fast. Um, so I used to do that with my two best friends, Gracie and Libby. We would all three go get our groceries together in college. And like probably three months ago, I ran into them on a Sunday at Trader Joe's. And I was like, oh, hi, bye. And they were like, wait, are we not going to like all go do our stuff? I was like, yeah. no, I have a path. I have a list. Y'all are messing up my vibe. We can cook all this stuff later or whatever, but like I have to grocery shop alone. So it's weird though. The more time you start to spend alone, time alone, it's weird though. Can I start that from the top? It's weird how when you start to spend more time alone, you realize like how easily your vibe or just like your daily joy is impacted by people around you. And if you're having a really good day, not that there's anything wrong with like calling a friend when you have a bad day, but like if you're having a really good day, sometimes I love to just like be alone for that day because the minute I like get around other people and hear about like their bad days or like what's bringing them down, it can like bring my mood down a lot. Or like drama and it'll just like annoy you. Or like drama will happen or like, like there's a time and place, but that's why I love love to like intentionally like schedule when I'm going to be seeing my friends because then I know I can prepare myself mentally to like be a good friend to them and like also kind of have my guard up and know like I've had a really good day today I'm gonna like go hear what this person has to say and have a fun time with them but like when you're spending 24 7 with your friends I just think your like internal like mindset and mantras and mood get really clouded clouded with like everybody else's like opinions thoughts feelings like whatever oh for sure energy just literally them being around like it's just important to like know your vibe when you're by yourself and like and concentrate on like elevating that vibe Mm -hmm. i feel like anyways good advice is that it i know i think that's all of my tips well it looks like it's about time for us to wrap up. Thank you so, so much for tuning into this week's episode. If you enjoyed the Spritz O'Clock talk today, please make sure to tell your friends, leave a glowing review, and give us a five-star rating on whatever app you listen to podcasts on. And YouTube, now that we're recording this for cameras, please give this video a thumbs up, subscribe to our channel, leave a comment down below, tell us what you liked, tell us what you hated. We always want to hear the feedback. Yeah, we need it. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, ideas, or feedback, please feel free to message us on social media. You can find both of us on TikTok and Instagram at It's Amanda DeWitt and at Reeves underscore Lee. And please do not forget to check the description box down below for any relevant information or links pertaining to this episode. With that being said, ta-ta for now. I hope everyone has a fabulous day and we will see y'all here next Tuesday for another episode. Bye. Bye.